What's up everybody? I hope you're well and I hope you can hear me okay. I'm just putting my Oh yeah, nearly fell into my seat. Not the problem. Alright, um yeah look another I just did a blog post actually. Um I do those blogs for fast running website. Um not a hundred percent sure if they'll publish this blog. Um it's just kind of a little bit different. My first one was, I guess, about um, learning to love the process of running um, rather than the outcome, which I still feel is like very relevant. Um, I think it always will be. Process is very important over outcome in everything that we do. Um, but today's was, I guess, just going a bit deeper into everything that's been going on with the Olympics and mainly the marathon in particular. Um, as, I, as, as more and more research has been done by myself, by other people, I guess you could say the plot thickens. Um, fuck, it's a really nice day here in Flag. It's the first time I've ran in a while in a pair of shorts and not had to have gloves on, which is really nice. I'm just running up a hill to get to the nice, well, it's going to be boggy, but to get to the road that I run on. Um, But yeah, back on that note, the plot thickens a little bit. Um, It's pretty clear that the best way to qualify and be happy is to run to 11.30 or come top 10 at a World Marathon Major, London, Tokyo, New York, Chicago, Boston. Um, I think I got them all. Berlin. So if you place top 10 at any of those, you get an entry standard or if you place top five at a gold label race. But look, achieving any one of those goals will most definitely require you to run at least 2.12.30 to 2.13.30. So that, that side of things stays the same. That's roughly what they're asking you to do. Um, the reason I say the plot thickens is because um, they, no matter how difficult we're suggesting the point system is going to be, it's going to be really complicated in terms of who has got points, who hasn't, um, who only ran one race but still qualified therefore isn't in the rankings you know shit like this anyway have a read at that blog post if it gets published um, it runs through a few scenarios um, but look today look I, I've been really stressed not, not like fucking really stressed like real life stress um, but pretty stressed over the last seven to ten days and 
everything's probably got really intense and if I am doing podcasts it's all super intense and it shouldn't be like that the IAAF have made a call and this is the immediate reaction to that call um, and that's where we're at um, I'm trying to I text Haas today and I said um, look 10 days ago we had a really good plan it was an affordable plan it was a plan where I would actually race two track 10k's which I really enjoy doing um, I enjoy <laughs> believe it or not I enjoy feeling a bit faster um, I enjoy being able to go to the track and even though I've developed this ability to run 520, 530 per mile on a Sunday for 20 to 24 miles I've lost and in doing so you lose one of your skills and because I never do simple things like 8 by a K 6 by a mile I kind of lose that skill um, whereas when I go back to the 10Ks on the track um, I bring that skill back and I go back to doing Ks in 250 to 255 um, mile reps in 430 to 445 400s in 64 to 68 seconds etc etc um, anyway we had this really good plan in place 10 days ago IAAF released their qualifying standards and I just let it like fucking overpower me it was a it was a massive moment of weakness um, I started doing all these new Excel documents with different plans that could help different plans that could get me to the Olympics doesn't work like that um, one thing is for certain <clears throat> a couple things easiest way to get to the Olympics be better be faster be more consistent um, be better be faster be more consistent that will help um, a couple of other things um, be healthy that's important um, mentally and physically if you're not either of those it doesn't matter what races you choose to do national champs gold labels if you're not healthy or you're not physically or mentally healthy you will not make the Olympics I guarantee you that um, what else yeah so hey Aaron yeah not too bad enjoy your run yeah look so there's a lot of things goes on in running fast performing well and a lot of it comes down to mental health physical health um, so what I was saying is 10 days ago we had this really 
sweet plan in place for the next two months we weren't planning to rush things um, the Olympics all that bullshit came out and all of a sudden um, I'm frustrated because the session doesn't go the way I want it to you know and like 10 days before I would not have given a shit if a session didn't go the way I wanted it to because the next big goal was Doha in October um, the next like smaller goals was Portland 10k and Highgate 10k June and July so what the fuck does it matter that 6 by a mile on a Tuesday afternoon doesn't go well for me who fucking cares um, so no look I've just had to take a little step back um, me and Hass like chatted and I sent a big long email to Jackie at Athletics Northern Ireland and we looked at the weather in Doha um, we looked at different scenarios how to get points what time was needed what position you'd have to come it was a fucking shit show um, it was just a mess so basically we did all this planning it looked like Dublin Marathon was going to be the big goal miss the world champs I think I allowed in my head I allowed that scenario to be my next goal for 24 hours and then I text Haas tonight and I just say there's no way I'm missing world champs for Dublin Marathon and do not listen to that statement the wrong way that is not taking anything away from Dublin Marathon but probably 25,000 people can enter the Dublin Marathon 25,000 people will not be qualified to go to the World Champs Marathon the scale like in 10 years time take that's not really that's not what we're talking about here we're talking about getting points but still an opportunity to go to the World Champs no matter about fucking points times weather you go to the World Champs it's the World Championships so Hashtag's back was thinking the exact same thing then I had a brief conversation with Jackie and um, nice of Jackie to communicate she's actually having a bit of time off um, but look both of us agreed if if things move forward if I run 28.15 on the track for 10k I have a solid result at world champs or maybe a great result at world champs irrelevant to how many fucking points I have on the 7th of October the day after the world champs hopefully I'm a much better athlete fitter smarter faster <coughs> therefore I shouldn't be in a bad position to switch my attention 
to okay, how do we make the Olympics? I also want to point out, Dublin is not the holy grail here. So the bonus points of the national champs are definitely favorable, but Dublin is a much slower course than Berlin, than Frankfurt, um, Chicago, etc., etc. So even though you might pick up enough bonus points to basically take a minute. Actually, if you win, apparently it's worth two minutes and 40 seconds. But I don't know that Dublin course profile is within two minutes of Berlin. So all of a sudden, the bonus points in my eyes aren't looking that great. I also mentioned this in the podcast, but only the winner of the national champs, if they break probably 2.15.30, will probably stand a good chance of making the Olympics. It's, you need two fucking good scores, you know? You don't need one good score, you need two. So, if you, unless you get, unless you run 2.13 at Dublin and win the national champs, therefore you pick up like fucking 1150 odd points, <laughs> you're still going to need to go and run at least 214 somewhere, or at least 6230 or faster for a half marathon. Now, given I'm the fastest Irish marathoner for something like nine years with 214.30, it's fucking tough. No doubt about it. Um, but it's good fun. Look, sport can be fun. Um, I think for every Irish person and elsewhere, your best chance of making the Olympic Games is keeping things simple. Um, doing the only thing that we're in control of, training, you know, get out there, train, train smart, don't get fucking hurt, don't, my sports psychologist sent me an email and he said to run, I think to run to 11.30, he worked out, I need to be like (laughs) 2.2% faster this is really interesting um, well I find it really interesting so think about it as 2 hours 14 minutes 134 minutes um, divide 134 by 100 1.34 and I need to be what is it 3 minutes quicker 2.5% roughly you know, I didn't like his calculation, so I, this is what you might find funny. I replied and said, I don't think it's possible to break two hours, so let's work this out as I'm 14. Basically, I think two hours should be the cutoff, so I'm two hours 14, so 14 minutes above two hours. I divided that by 100% and 
it worked out I needed to be about 15% better. <laughs> Under Gary's system, I needed to be 2.5% better. But I didn't like that system because I don't think anybody in the world can go under two hours, which would have been what, 10 to 15% better? Um, about 14% better? So what's the point in like trying to, nobody can get to 100, so it's a waste of time. Under my system, somebody could get the 100%. So, Eloi Kipchoge. Um, so under my system, I needed to be 15% better. <laughs> or 10.5, I don't fucking know. Um, but anyway, it was really interesting. It makes you look at your training and say to yourself, could I, could I be 15% better? Could my diet be 15% better? Etc. Etc. I think that is the most useful way to make the Olympic Games. Start focusing on everything you could be doing better rather than how ridiculous the standards are or where you can get bonus points. Put it this way, the easiest way to run 213 at Dublin is to get fucking better, to get fitter, to get faster, to get more consistent. And that's really simple. Um, so, yeah, I'm trying not to stress about it anymore. Um, we're keeping the plan the same until October 6th, which means hopefully I'll be flying to London at the start of April. Um, I'm hoping to do, I'll hopefully be helping Under Armour with the Milan Marathon. They sponsor it. So I'm hoping to do that and then I'm gonna join Ireland and Athletics Ireland in a training camp in Portugal. Um, that basically runs through to the end of April. I cannot wait to get to sea level. Um, oh, it's going to be a dream. I haven't been at sea level for longer than two weeks in such a long time. Um, so that'll be really nice. I can probably run a bit more miles. Um, you recover a bit better at sea level. It's also far easier to go or do eight to 10 miles at sea level than it is at 7,000 feet. Um, so that'll be nice. I can probably have slightly better sessions at sea level amongst the higher mileage. Um, then I'll go back to Flagstaff for basically all of May and June. Um, I'll race the Portland Track Festival 10k. Um, I'm going to predict 28-22. That's my prediction. Um, breaking our nine record. Um, sorry, Dermot Donnelly. 
um, and then go back to flag for another month and get ready for Highgate 10k where if everything goes well and there's nice weather I swear to god I'm gonna try to run really fast um, I think it'll be a nice opportunity where because I did um, Portland the pressure will be off I can just focus on myself um, the Northern Ireland record hopefully will already be mine and then unless somebody beats me in Highgate which I'm not ruling that out Paul Pollock, Kevin Seward then I'll try to re-break it so that's good fun um, straight after Highgate I'm hoping to go to St Moritz um, <coughs> where I'll stay for three weeks um, or if if we can tell that the three to four weeks in Portugal helps to move things forward having a little break from altitude then I might stay in Ireland or go to Leuven where Total Sports my agency has a camp and stay there for three weeks then race Irish Nationals try to defend the 10k title um, and then fuck this must be really boring for you guys <laughs> then back to altitude and train as hard as I can and as smart as I can for the world champs and that's it um, it's not doesn't sound super exciting to me um, might sound exciting to you guys Flagstaff, St Moritz, Leuven, Portugal but I'm the one that's basically got to run 16 to 20 miles a day every day that doesn't change <laughs> no matter where you are in the world that stays the same um, but that's it um, you never know like I've ran pretty well in the heat of London so maybe Doha you know if I prepare well which will be probably 10 weeks of preparation in Flagstaff and then three weeks two weeks of that will be Houston where it's humid and hot back with my friends from university days in America and um, the remainder of that preparation will be in Doha probably with like a week to go and um, I think that three weeks in the humid and the heat is very important Flagstaff's hot as fuck anyway so I'll already be used to the heat but the humidity is a completely different factor and um, so yeah pretty exciting pretty cool plan um, very lucky very blessed to be in the position I'm in um, I am making the most of it this double I want to say I think it takes me to 111 miles this week I think I was already on 105 so 6 mile double 111 miles 
Saturday's the easiest day of the week. Um, I told you guys I was going to run more, and it's a lot fucking easier said than done. Um, that's for sure. <laughs> One thing's for sure, it's a lot easier to say you're going to run 110 mile a week than to actually go and do it. Um, I'm looking at such a terrific view right now. I'm going to stick it on my Instagram story for anybody that does follow me and wants to have a look. Um, pretty epic. Let me do a wee landscape. It, it just goes out right over. You just see how far these forests go in Flagstaff. Um, but yeah, look, today, I'm sorry, like it wasn't, um, I don't know, I, I don't know that today helps you guys a lot. Um, I, I, I don't know that today was full of wisdom or anything like that. Um, I, I think the, the purpose of today, to summarize, um, sorry, it's got a bit windy. I'm not going to take up too much more of your time. I just turned back. Um, look, to summarize, it's been a pretty shitty week. The Olympics was the whole point of this podcast. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I really want to be an Olympian. But amongst a stressful and shitty week and all the rest of it, I just told you guys I ran 111 miles. I did uh, fartlek on Friday. I did mile reps on Tuesday. And that's what you got to do. That's the whole fucking point of life. When life hits you, knocks you back a bit, answer the only way you can. Just keep taking care of your shit. Just get on with it and fight back. And when it all works out and it's all said and done, this whole point times, this could get scrapped. Like they tried to do the exact same for Doha and then they scrapped it. So do not be surprised if this gets scrapped. <laughs> anyway, have a fantastic week. Um, keep on top of your training. If you need me, reach out. I've been terrible with Ask All Friday. Um, I don't know, there's just a lot going on. I haven't really sat down. The new house we live in <laughs> doesn't have a bathtub. So there's been no Epsom baths. Maybe that's why. Um, but fuck it, guys. Look, no matter what life throws at you, whatever stress, it doesn't have to be serious stress. You might have been due a promotion and then your boss decided, nah. But you got to crack on. You can't give up. Keep doing what you're doing. Focus on the process. Focus on what you love. Focus on what you can control. Have a good day. Bye, 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 bye.